Welcome to ContenderCast, a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now, here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for subscribing. It's Justin Hahnemann on the ContenderCast. We're shining a light on bright ideas today. Oh my gosh, you guys are going to be so hungry. I can't even wait to tell you about the frozen honey puff that I just had from this amazing company, Heavenly Puffs. Heavenly Puffs, exactly. Uh, Tammy Levent is on. She's the creator and founder. Tammy, it's so great to finally have you on the Contender Cast. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. I hope you're not eating them frozen. You know, they come <laughs> frozen, but I hope you cook them. I did cook. I did cook them. <laughs> I was reading my notes. The inventor of the first frozen honey puff. That's who you are. So yeah, I have had an unfrozen one in front of me here before I hit record so I would not try to risk eating. Um, and so, Tammy, it's so great to have you here. I can't even wait to, to talk to you today. Thank you. Yes, I have so much to share. I don't even know where to begin. I know. <laughs> For those that are, are, are listening today, I have to tell you, like, Tammy came onto the call and, like, immediately went into this amazing story. I'm like, stop, stop. We're not recording. So, anyway, you guys are going to love it. I can't even wait to. She, like, gave me half the story and there was a cliffhanger. And so now I'm waiting to hear the end. So, hopefully, we'll talk about that today. Um, okay. So, Tammy. Before we get to Heavenly Puffs, what in the world were you doing uh, a couple years ago before starting this brand? Okay. Well, let's see. In all my, I'm an entrepreneur, first of all. So I do everything, but I do it well. So I'm not one of these, you know, you jump from one thing to another and then you don't know what you want to do. I've always known what I wanted to do. So I do it and then I do it well. And then I move on to the next project because I feel like you can't do anything perfect, like my name, unless... (laughs) Right. <laughs> you can't perfect anything unless you've unless you've worked at it and perfected it. You can't move on to the next thing. I'm sure when you talk to you know Warren Buffett or you talk to any one of them, they didn't just go to the next thing and build all these companies without perfecting one and then moving on to the next. So I feel the same way with mine. Um, I've owned Elite Travel for twenty over twenty five years. And a very successful travel agency. We win every year, best retail travel agency award after award. And then after that, I built a consulting company. What a surprise. I and I help people figure out ways to build their business and travel, which next will be food service. I mean, I've only been doing it for a year. So I'm sure I know everything by now, right? Huh, Justin, that was a joke. <laughs> nice. <laughs> You're an expert at everything, right? <laughs> yeah, I know what not to do. Ah, so, um, so basically with the, um, with the puffs, um, we, we started off as a food truck. Like I didn't have anything to do. I had the travel agency, the travel consulting, and I have a charity, which I get us, um, uh, used suitcases with wheels, of course, for the kids, for foster care kids. So they have to be able to wheel their suitcase everywhere instead of, you know, carrying around a garbage bag, which is so much more humane. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it broke my heart when I went to a foster care. So I've collected close to 20,000 suitcases for these kids around the country. Yeah. And I have a lot of big suitcase companies that send me their suitcases. I just had Delta drop off suitcases yesterday. So um, basically, so I had that. Right. So I didn't have enough to do with the full time, you know, full time and everything else. 
So it wasn't really for me. I sure. can't believe I'm saying this because my husband is not here to defend himself. So <laughs> women that you hear this, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And men don't think long of me or husbands out there. But I just didn't feel like my husband was doing enough. So I said, babe, I think that we should have a food truck for a side business that you could do something more for the weekends. Oh. He's like, okay. He didn't say no to me. He knows better. <laughs> <laughs> started a food truck. This is the best story ever. Started a food truck. We didn't get the food truck yet. We're going to go buy the food truck. And the whole time he's like, well, what are we serving in the food truck? I go, I don't know. We'll figure it out when we get there. Let's look at the trucks. Like the truck is really going to make me decide what I want to do. Right. So we, we get to Orlando and I'm like, I think I want to do Lucumadas. I think I want to do these pups. What are they? Do you know how to make them? No, but I'll figure it out. It's not, <laughs> not a problem. So we get there and you know, normally you discuss things with your spouse. But right. something told me, don't discuss it. Just buy Let's it. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> so the guy goes, here's everything. Here's the proposal. Let us know. I go, yeah, we'll buy it right now. Cash. And my husband's looking at me like, are you out of your mind? And then he's like kicking me, something I would do. And he's like, we didn't discuss this. I go, yeah, I know, but it's done. We're doing it. I have a good feeling about this. I just know. He's like, okay. <laughs> Perfect. Wow. Wow. As long as he's been with me for 12 years, I've never failed at anything that I said I know. When I say I know, I know. So um, we do that. I do the puffs. Before we do the puffs, just so you know what the puffs are. Yes, please right? explain for our audience because they're like probably in curious. <laughs> in Greek, we call them lucumades, which is in, in Italian is zeppoli. You have them in every culture. In America, we call them a donut. Right. But it really was created over 3,000 years ago in Sicily. A Sicilian gave it to the Greeks in 776 BC, only to be served at the first Olympics and only to the winners. They were only deserved by the winners. <laughs> and they were drizzled with honey and cinnamon back then. And then the Greeks, of course, just like, if, God, if a Greek is listening to me, they're going to be really <laughs> upset because they think Greeks invented everything. But in reality, the Greeks took it. They didn't invent it. They took it and they said, no, we're really good marketers. And we have the Olympics and we go around the world. We're going to share this with the rest of the world. And that's how the donut came about. And that's wow. how the churro came about and everything else. And it's even written about in the Old Testament. So it's the original donut. And I'm not going to answer this, but Justin, you describe what it's like. I will. Okay. So first of all, I, I, I'm going to read it again. A dessert created 766 BC and served to the winners of the first Olympics. A little fried donut ball dough ball, sorry, crispy on the outside, light and airy on the inside, served hot with honey and cinnamon. The ones I have on the plate in front of me have only cinnamon on it because I did not put the honey. I love honey. I should have done honey, but they are just as good with the cinnamon. Mine are a little brown, like a little crispy. It's really yummy. Yeah, right. They're crispy on the outside. Yeah. Now, if you didn't have, that sounds kind of gross with just cinnamon, but <laughs> if you like it that way, that's fine. But if you really want I gotta sugar, go get honey. I can't put powdered sugar on them. Oh, that's a good idea. But I can't put the mic down now and go get the honey. So I'm making do while eating some while I'm talking to you. Um, okay. So really, really cool. When did you know it was working? Like right away where people like, oh my God, like how did you know it was working? Or you know what I mean? Like, well, the first thing is I knew that it was going to work because I Googled, of course, Google's my best friend and yours. And I searched <laughs> and, I, and everyone's 
It makes you look so smart, doesn't it? Anyway, totally. so I Google and they said, are there any Lukumabis food trucks? Hmm, none in the United States. That mm. sounds like stupid. Wow. I can't believe it. Okay. Uh, Lukumabis stores, whatever. Yeah, people serve Lukumabis. And any frozen Lukumabis? No. Mm, highly unusual. <laughs> there was one company. There is one company. But nice. it's not authentic Lukumabis because theirs have dehydrated soy, dehydrated milk, dehydrated egg. I don't know what you're eating. Space food, I guess. There is nothing real in that Lukumabis. So I have the original real Lukumabis. So we started the food truck making them. And they take a long time to make. And then... I did a um, I did a New Year's Eve party at a Greek restaurant, and right. people were really wasted. Oh. And they were coming by, and they were like, "I want the Nordov," and they would throw fifty dollars at me, and I'd be like, "Here's your change. Happy New Year. We did good." Okay, so they thought I was American. I'm like, "Okay, I don't look American, but we'll go with that." And they were giving me fifty dollars for an order. And we banked that night and we were like making stupid money. And then I said to my husband, I said, wow, this is really crazy. But it is kind of tiresome to be here New Year's Eve and not really have a life and doing the truck. Right. So when I went inside, the owner of the restaurant was really, really super drunk. And it was 430 in the morning. (laughs) And he said to me, you know, it sounds like my big fat group wedding. You know, if you made these frozen for food service, you would bank. That's wow. all he had to say to me. You I said, bank. okay, right. I would bank. And that was in 2020, January of 2020. Oh my gosh. Amazing. January of 2020. He told me that. Then what hit? I don't know. I know. I don't, we don't want to talk about that, but yes, I know We're what hit. I'm going to mention that right. five letter word. So <laughs> that, <laughs> that came into the world. Travel, halt consulting halt right it's my bag i can't foster care the kids were even taken out of foster care okay can't even donate anything and then no events to do our puffs at events and i said to my husband then there was a required time to do quarantine remember that didn't we have like three weeks we had to do quarantine or whatever yeah so i'm sitting at home and i'm filling out every PPP, every, everything that I could find money to get money. Uh, you know, I'm calling all my creditors. I'm like, look, we're not there yet. But if I have a problem, I need you to know ahead of time. Or like, uh, you know, sitting on hold for four hours was like a novelty because that's what the rest of the world did. So, <laughs> so I said to my husband, fire up the truck. He goes, well, you're really losing your mind. He goes, why did you miss making them? And I go, yeah, I'm going to try to invent something. He goes, what? I'm going to try to make these for food service. Like he told me. And this was in March. So that's two months later now, March, April, around that time. He's like, okay, well, why how, Why is it that you think you're going to invent them when nobody else in the world invented it? I go, because I have nothing but time on my hands right now. And I could easily mess up over and over again uh, and keep trying because I have nothing else to do. He's like, okay, fires up the truck. Little funny side note, the police came telling me that I couldn't serve my puffs. I go, dude, I'm not serving anything. I'm testing out a product to see if I can invent something. You guys are going to stop me from starting up my truck for real. So (laughs) I had so many challenges. I couldn't find yeast. I couldn't find flour. (laughs) Remember? (laughs) Because everyone was so making Right. Everyone's making it. Exactly. If you people don't know what you're doing, I need to practice on my product. So I went and bought it wholesale, bought a whole case. You know, my husband's yelling at me like, you're spending $200 on this and that. I'm like, stop. 
So I went out there and I made them and I was making five to 700 of them a day. And they were all coming out like silver dollar pancakes. They were not coming out right. And I couldn't figure it out. And I was ready to give up. And it was like week two now, every day I was obsessed. I was only sleeping like two hours a night. I was obsessed to get this right. And then I started reading certain things about what does yeast like? What does this do? What, how do you make this bread? How do you do this? Right. And then eventually, Justin, I did something different, which I can't talk about because that's the, that's the prime, you know, the, the part that makes the whole thing. Sure. And I tried it and it worked and I put it in the freezer and it was so whole the next day. And I left them in there for two weeks and then I tried them. And then I took them to the first place I took was to the guy when it was like June or July. And I took him to the guy that said you should make them frozen for food service. And I went <laughs> to the kitchen. I told him the guy to make them and bring them out front. The guy had him. He goes, oh, you made us look wild. He's like, oh, I didn't make you nothing. I said, these are frozen. He's like, what? And he was my first order. And from there, now it's been one year with September that I got my manufacturing license. Wow. And we started in the food truck. The manufacturing guy came out with the FDACS. He goes, this is the first time I'm giving authority or approval for a food truck to be a manufacturer. He goes, I can't even believe I'm doing this. He goes, but I'm giving you, I'm giving it to you. And then he did. And now we've moved into a catering facility and we're taking that over now. Now we need a co-packer because we're way beyond, way beyond. And wow. we got into the bowl. A few but September we started. We got to the Super Bowl in February. We made global news. Oh my gosh! How did you make global news? Because we got into the Super Bowl with the product that nobody in the world had, and we were the only dessert. Wow. And we were there thirteen days. We they had us do every event every day. Amazing. And okay, wait. I have a couple yeah. questions, though. I mean, man, yeah. you've run you've run through so many uh, stories here already. Um, but how did you go from you know making small batches to commercial batches? You know what I mean? Commercial size like bags of these things. How did you sort that out and figure that out? Yeah. Well, first I thought you just multiply it. It does work <laughs> that way. <laughs> Not like, really. No one that really knows food service is listening right now. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't work. I'm like a mom. Okay, so I made one pie, I'm gonna make 10 pies. So I just take this and just multiply it. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. For some reason, it doesn't come out right. So that was a trial in itself. So now we make a thousand at a time, but eventually we'll be making 10,000 here shortly. Wow. Uh, Wow. Yeah, it's fine. We did that. Um, and that was, that was a challenge. And then the packaging now we have amazing packaging because I just designed a new package. We got into supermarkets in Canada only because the media picked us up and then we were, we made global news. So then they called us and our first order with that supermarket was a private label of 12 pallets Wow! and we did it all ourselves and we couldn't believe it. Oh my gosh. That's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. yeah, especially when you don't know really what you're. You know what? What's really bad about this, Justin? I keep saying we didn't know what we were doing. I could have called my brother. Both my brothers own restaurants. They were both on Guy Fieri shows. Okay, on on his show. Okay. My nephew won on Chop, so I could have called him too. Wow. But I refused because they're going to tell me that they had some input in this. So I, because you know they're your siblings, and they're going to tell you you're doing everything wrong and how to do it. So <laughs> I decided to do it all on my own. So that's where a lot of trial and error and a lot of mistakes came in but that's the way you learn sure no doubt no doubt and then how did you get like how did you start building awareness and followers
stores and people buying your product? Like, did you do marketing or did you just, it was it happenstance you started building, you know, building kind of that breadth of, of outlets and places to sell your product? Okay. Well, one of my partners is Kevin from, from uh, not on Heavenly Puffs, but in another business is Kevin from Shark Tank. And I learned a lot from him. And I was watching a lot of Shark Tank. And instead of picking up all the positive things that they were doing, I was watching all the food ones. Like I would fast forward to the food one, all the mistakes they were making. Got and it. I swore that I was not going to make those mistakes. So give Number me an example. Mistake. Yeah, give me some examples. Number one mistake. How did you advertise this? Oh, I spent a million dollars on Instagram. So number one mistake was you're advertising a product that nobody knows. So that was number one mistake that I was not going to make. Okay. Number two, getting into supermarkets or getting into way over your head that you can't even produce the product. Right. If you don't have the resource to produce the product, then don't agree to do something that you can't get into. So you can't, you know, uh, you, you should be over... You should be under promising and over delivering, not the opposite way. So that was one thing that I've learned all my life anyway, but I, that's another thing that I learned. And I noticed that they had too many employees, like work your ass off for, and only sleep three hours until you get it. <laughs> and then when you make money, then put it back into your company and keep growing it and do grassroots more so than anything else. So, and if you have a good product, then do it word of mouth. So the way that we started was when we had a good product, we took our own pictures, we posted them, we were in one restaurant, two restaurants, we marketed them. We have every name of all the restaurants that were in and the markets that were in. And then the one thing that we did was we not only shared it on our pages, we never did a diamond advertising. What I did was share it in groups that are related to what I do. Interesting. So I'm scared to Greeks around the world, Greeks in New Jersey, Greeks in Florida, Greeks in California, Greeks in Chicago, every groups, Greek moms doing business, Greek this, Greek that. It's a Greek product. Started there, then went moved into Italy. So I did Italian, and then that's how it really grew. And now people from all over the world are coming to us. Um, so that's how we built that. And then the next thing is how I built my name and my brand and my other companies was I always hired a publicist. Oh, interesting. Okay. But that's not so simple. Did you already know somebody or how did you find the right person? I knew someone that he built pretty much elite when it was over COVID. And I was on the news media there because then if you have news awareness and you have a story, which we did, we got into the Super Bowl. We got that story. We had that story. We have the story. Now what we needed to do was just share that globally. So um, it's not cheap, but it's a lot less money than advertising, not knowing where you're going to be, not knowing what you're going to do. So wow. we hired a publicist, Faro Communications, and he holds a world record for the best memory. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah. David Farrow, he's the one that's been on every TV station. You give him 52 decks of cards, you mix them all up, and he can tell you each card, what it was, and everything out of the 52 decks. Oh my gosh. I'm going to yeah, have to so go he look was at good. This. I said, oh, he'll remember everything. I need to contact him. So we got with him, and that was awesome because then we got into all sorts of media, and it continues. I mean, I was on. Uh, I only I hired him for a couple of months. I'm going to be hiring him again soon because I'm going to have more news. I want to continue that little story that I started about no fear. And that's pretty much what we did. And it goes everywhere with me. And the only advertising is that word of mouth, social media groups and wearing my shirt that says heavily puffs all over it. (laughs) That's so important, right? (laughs) Um, What about the product? Like, has it evolved or... And I know you have different types of products. Maybe share with our audience what that looks like, if you don't mind. 
Well, when we had, we bought the machine, the person that we that we got it from, the first thing they told me was your dropper is a different dropper than the dropper that it comes with. So we've included that. So you use this dropper for your puff. I said, okay. But while I'm using it, in the back of my head, I'm five years old going, well, why can't I use the other dropper? I don't get right. it. It looks the same. But why can't I use the other dropper? Right? Justin, it's like me telling you, you can't use that mic. You can't oh my use gosh, don't tell me that. Right? <laughs> exactly. So my husband wasn't watching or he stepped out for a minute and I put the other dropper and I put in the mix and oh boy, all of a sudden, it was like, all of a sudden, all these things came out and they were the, hal- I call them halos, the little round, little crispy parts. Right. And if you put powdered sugar on those, Justin, they're just like eating a funnel cake like when you were a kid. Oh, oh my God, wow. they're so good. So those started coming out. And I go, oh my God, now we have halos. So my husband comes back from lunch and now it's like we have a new product. So <laughs> <laughs> We have a new product. <laughs> and then we it. also have the, uh, the honey syrup as well the syrup that got we it make. that's really really cool but um, i see cereal in the works i see everything oh else. my god of course why not yeah. you know um how do you think about route to market and selling like <clears throat> you know start off on a food truck um you know distributor versus retail versus selling your website like how do you think about that well i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna share something else with you in my other business i was never told you can't do this it's really odd that this is the only business that I know of, I think I was told you cannot do that every time I spoke to someone. What do you mean I can't do that? Who has this law that I can't do that? So when I first started, of course, I only knew the restaurant because I would go there and I would be with my truck and I would do retail that way, right? Not in a food syrup, not in food, like in a supermarket. I was doing food service. And I was told you can't do a food service and retail at the same time. Who said that? When I see, uh, I see, let's see, Boston Market, uh, when I go to the supermarket and they have stores, I don't understand what you're saying. Yeah, but nobody knows who you are. So you can't do both. Well, I'm going to do both because I don't know which one is selling more. How am I going to know what sells more unless I do both? Let's be honest here, right? Sure. So I did both. And people ask me the question, which one does more? They're equally the same. We're talking about a 2% differential I, restaurants are about 2% higher and that's it. But it's, it's, there's no difference. Can you believe it? Wow. No. And that was the one, one drawback that people kept telling me, you can't, you can't. And, and then I started going to distributors. Do you need this minimum? You need this for the warehouse, or this fee, that fee, that fee. And I'm like, you know what? I could do this myself. So we could ship ourselves. So I made it, you know, I have a contract with UPS. I could put the ice in it. I could ship it. You got your package fine. Um, and then for bigger orders, how am I going to send somebody that wants 20 cases to California? That's going to be a challenge when there's minimums with a freezer truck, right? That's where the travel industry came in. Oh, got it. West cargo. And I made a deal. I mean, you're talking a dollar 20 a pound. That's less than UPS, FedEx, all of them put together. So I can now ship to California anywhere that Southwest goes. So easily. Wow. Uh, we, we, yeah. So I sell volume with that. That's amazing. So I just took another we, bite of the... Of the I, I, yeah, I can sorry. hear that. You I need know. to crunch more. So you need to eat the halo. So. <laughs> that was a total yeah, mistake. Right. Um, 
Those are my favorite of the Halo. Oh my god, that's amazing. Um, and whenever you need more, you just let me know. We'll get them over to you. Oh my god. By the way, for all, all that are listening, yeah, Tammy's like, hey, I'll send you a sample. And I get lots of samples for um, you know, the guests I have on. And this box arrives. This is not five little samples. It's like four bags. <laughs> I'm like, jeez. I mean, I want to make sure when he did them the first time, if you messed oh, them up, you had more chances oh, no. to do. Mine are golden brown. Um, that's so funny. This is so fun. So, okay, what's next? Like, when you look ahead, the next six to twelve months, share with our audience. Like, what are the keys for you to keep this thing growing? Okay, can I share that little story yes. with you? Or do we have there a time we go. I, I, I was trying to serve it up for you. See if you wanted to share. This is it. the time. Yep. Okay. So in my industry, just like I told you in your industry or anybody's industry, right? So let's say it's a corporate event. I went to a I went to a travel agency big global convention. Okay. And while I was there, we all talked about the five letter word. And oh, it's really ruined my business. Blah, 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 blah. So you want to go to dinner with us, Tammy? Hell no. <laughs> I don't want to hear about it anymore. I'm tired of talking talk about, about COVID. The five letter word. Right. And I'm not in the mood. I really, I'm positive. You guys are stuck in your ways and this is all you're thinking about. And I got to move on. So I was, I went, called for room service. We're not doing room service because of the five letter word. We don't have our restaurant open because of the five letter word. By now I'm on four letter words. <laughs> and I <laughs> Nice. What, what do you mean four letter words? Ah, just kidding. Keep going. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah, so then I said, okay, I have to do something. So I, oh, I went to the Palm. And when I got there, beautiful restaurant. I said, I'm going to eat nice juicy steak. I'm going to have my five martinis because i'm walking to my hotel dang five martinis three normal ones and two espresso martinis (laughs) continue that's the way it works okay Okay. i'm not driving i was walking you're walking i mean sure why not just have sick anyway keep going yeah Right. So I walk in I and the, the bartenders, both names were Mark. I said, great. If I get drunk, I won't forget the name. I Mark, Mark, the two Marks. We're good. So I'm sitting there. All of a sudden this guy walks in and he's wearing like running clothes, sweating, running shoes. He looks like crap. And they, they go, oh, hi, Mr. Sean. Hi, Mr. Sean. And he sits next to me. And I'm like, dude, if that was Justin walking in like that, they would throw him out. Right. Anybody right. walking into the palm like that, they would throw out. I go, hello. I said, Marky Mark, let me ask you something. I said, why is he allowed to sit like that? Oh, he could do anything he wants. He brings us a lot of money. He's from a huge company that's in food around the corner. That's a huge, huge, huge manufacturing company. All of you know the name. I'm not going to mention it. <laughs> and uh, he is one of the top people. He's been there for many years. He makes all the decisions. Wow. I said, oh. And I said in real language, are you effing kidding me? And he's like, no. I go, buy him a drink. He goes, he doesn't know you. I go, I don't give a crap. Buy him a drink now. So they give him a drink. He comes in, he goes, thank you to Mark. They go, we don't buy you the drink. She bought you the drink. (laughs) The woman down there at the other end of the bar. (laughs) Right? You don't know me and you are going to strategically partner with me by the time I leave and finish my dinner, but you don't know that yet either. So just enjoy your drink. We'll talk after I'm done eating. I didn't even get my food yet. (gasps) So I'm eating, but I'm watching him and he's done with the drink. I go, can you get him another drink? So they give him another drink. So I now eat everything and he's like, I'm going to have to go soon. Can you tell me <laughs> what it is 
that you want or what it is that I could do for you? And I said, sure. So I told him all about the puffs, all about what I did, how far I came along. The only question he asked me was, have you over promised and under delivered oh. any product at any time of this entire time that you've been manufacturing? I said, absolutely not. He goes, I'm in. <gasps> and he texted his, his consulting company. And I said, I need a co-packer. He goes, we will get you that. The consulting company called me. And if you think you've got samples, I sent them 600 of those little balls. Okay. <laughs> so they called me the next day. They go, we need to try the product. I said, you've got it. I sent him the consult to the consultant, the, the product. I sent it to him. He was going to a supermarket, whatever it was. He ate them because these are like amazing. I said, oh, but I have a new product that I'm going to send you more of those. So I sent him the halos. He tried those. I said, I have a big, big, big meeting with a company that I need a co-packer for. It's a huge company. We know this. I told you who the company was. It's global, isn't it? Right. It is. Right. And yes. he goes, I want to be there and help you with your meeting. So he came, he watched the process. We all signed NDAs, watched the process. He goes, I'm going to come the next day and help you close that other deal with that global company. And he came. And he did all the, I, it's the first time in my life I sat back and watched two people talk about my company. And I had no say, and I didn't even argue. I was like, okay, whatever. Oh my gosh. And wow. then he asked the question, can you at least start with 50,000 orders a week? And oh they said, God. yes. They said, yes. And I went, yes. And that's it. And now that's where we're at. We're negotiating. We're trying to figure out, and we're trying to launch everything by February. 50,000 orders a week? And that's the minimum. <laughs> that's amazing do you know oh. who i feel like i feel like lucy and ethel in the candy factory <laughs> did you ever watch that i episode? mean here's what i love though you took a risk right you put yourself out there what is the worst thing he would this is what i want people to take away you don't know me from anywhere but if you start watching i mean I, I've been on TV for three years with my travel show. I have a mouthpiece on me. Like I have no fear, nothing. I fear nothing. I wrote a book. I died seven years ago. So if I didn't fear dying, uh, trust me, I don't fear anything at this point. You died so, seven years ago. My God. Yeah. That's a whole nother story. That's another podcast. Justin. Okay. That's well, you got to come back to me. I mean, geez, what are we scheduling? Let's go. Uh, that was, Dang. I wrote a book about that sink or swim by Tammy Levin. Yes, I died. I, 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 I had breast cancer. And oh I, I had a premonition I was going to die and they did surgery and they messed up and I, they, I died. <gasps> and then they into, they had a student intubate me and he broke my teeth and <sighs> they never even told me about it until I came home and it was a mess. Oh my God. But anyway, long, yeah. So, okay. You just um, like threw that I out mean, there. I, now we're all like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. But wait, back to what you were saying. The one thing you wanted everyone to remember is... What's the worst thing? Can, the, the worst thing you could do is be afraid to speak, to talk, to ask, to do anything. Because the worst thing that that man at that bar could have said to me is what? No, thank you. Thanks for the drink. No, thank you. Thanks for the drink or nothing at all. Right. Right. So, so true. I would have been out $22 to each drink. So 50 bucks, big deal. Yeah. We spent on that another BS every single day. So that was, <laughs> that was it. Um, it, it didn't, um, I don't, I'm not afraid to ask because you don't know where it's going to take you, especially when I'm sitting here wrecking my brain of how am I going to get to the next level? I need a co-packer. I need someone to help me to get there and I don't know how to do it. And then all of a sudden 
you know, God brings me this man next to me or an angel brings him next to me. I don't know who brought him next to me. Sits next to me, right next to me of all the places I could have been. I had a flight to Chicago to meet this guy. And he says to me, yeah, I can help you right now. Wow. Yeah. yeah I've, you know, I've always heard that, you know, the answer is always no, unless you ask, right? And it might be a yes. So, um, man, we could go on for like five hours. Uh, Tammy, this is so cool. Yes, we'd love to have you back. Yes, we can't wait to hear more stories. Yes, I know there's more stories coming with your retail uh, conversations going on. Um, <laughs> but for today, I want to wrap it here. Share with our audience where they can find you, buy your product, learn more, etc. All you have to do is Google Tammy Levent and I come I up because I'm the only one. I know. It's so <laughs> but, great. Uh, um, you can go to TammyLevent.com, but definitely go to HeavenlyPuffs.com. See our products. If you have any ideas, suggestions, if you guys are co-packers out there and want to nab at this, remember what my first order looks like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you the ingredients. Flour, sugar, water, salt, yeast, milk. Done. Okay. Oh so simple. And if you, uh, and, yes, if you're hearing that, that's what I need. The um, second thing is that you can also get samples from me if you're interested in either your retail location, supermarket, or otherwise. Our new packaging is amazing, Justin. I'd love to send you more because you didn't wow. You need to be and, in Costco uh, too with this packaging. You could, use, like, <laughs> you could do Costco with your packaging, by the way, I think. But anyway, oh, yeah. um, I won't get into all of my ideas on this uh, on the air. So, hey, Tammy, it's been so great having you. Thanks so much for coming on. We got to have you back. I mean, I don't even know if we unpacked like a third of your stories. So we got to have you back. No, on. we're gonna. I'm going to come back when I get that confirmed deal. And when it is, we are going to talk more. <laughs> I can't even wait. Thanks so much for being here. <laughs> Thank you. The Contender Cast is sponsored by Henderson Shapiro Peck and powered by Contender Brands. You can download additional Contender Cast episodes directly via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartMedia, YouTube, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the Contender Cast, connect with us at contendercast.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender.